Hello, hello. Welcome back to another edition of the Club Cool Podcast. Clubhouse doors officially open. I am back in the lab again. The Lodge brought to you by Washed Media. My name, of course, is Barrett Dudley, and I am joined by Bill Battaglia sitting next to me on mic number two. We're literally on the ones and twos today. How about that? Let's go. Usually we're a one and three podcast, Uh but the mic has fallen off the table and is uh, no longer operational. So we're (laughs) back to, to ones and twos. We're probably slightly. Are we more feet away? I feel like we're not like our yeah. our our direction is probably better, a little yeah. better this way. Caddy corner, caddy corner. We're talking into the winds. Did you mm-hmm. see that thing on on uh, on Twitter <laughs> that was like, or I don't know where it, where it originally was was started or posted, but it was it was basically like a three D rendering of what happens when you're like talking to somebody. No, in that sounds close. gross. <laughs> It like modeled, so it was really funny looking because it was like these just 3D, you know, humanoid figure things. And then it was just like red and blue, essentially just like spittle, just like covering. Right. Yeah. It's all over us. It was, and and the joke was like basically like, oh, this is, this is what you're doing at bars. Well, hell yeah, because you're yelling. You're yelling and you're singing and you're, and, and just, it's just all flying. Um, but it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's something, and I've been, I've been continuing to to watch uh, our man Zac Efron's show mm-hmm. on Netflix. Yeah, I, it's growing on me a little bit. Uh, it's last, not bad. Right? Last week when we talked about it, I was I was kind of lukewarm on it, and I'm enjoying it a little bit more now. Four or five episodes in, I think. Um, it's definitely interesting to hear him talk a little bit more. He they, they kind of let him wax about the whole Hollywood thing and about how how stunned he was just like as a kid. And I thought he he put it in a really interesting way. He was the star of a TV movie. <laughs> That's it. Like he had no intention. He had no idea that he was going to be like on every single cover of Tiger Beat and like yeah. followed around by paparazzi because of this TV movie mm-hmm. for a high school musical, right? So it's it's been that's been illuminating to just kind of like hear him talk a little bit more about that. And then um just uh, in these recent episodes that I watched, you kind of discover that this was all filmed in 2018, which I thought was interesting as well. Oh, right. That it's like that almost makes... two years old now. Yeah. Uh, but it's also just like you watch them like walking around like t- yeah. the, the market in in Peru, uh-huh. right? And you're just like, well, that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Even the handshakes. Just some really weird stuff uh-huh. that it's just like, God, I would like, you know. Just what a what just what a I, I still have a hard time wrapping my head around the fact that we are e- that we're even in this like nightmare scenario because it's truly like just a world changing nightmare scenario and and um, yeah man it's gonna be like like years probably yeah they're gonna take sports away from us this year yeah, that's what it sounds like yeah but we're fucked it's just it's just an absolute mess but Zach does fix the Proud Boys haircut doesn't he. As the episodes progress, sort of, man, a it little comes bit. together a little. It bit. comes together a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, th- then I started, re- you know, then I was looking at around on stuff online, and it's like Darren is, you know, he's kind of a proprietor of some pseudoscience yeah. type stuff. Oh yeah, and so he might be kind of a kook, but uh, and then there are re- there are negative reviews of the show that basically say it doesn't go deep enough. Like that it's too surface level, that you don't actually like learn anything, that it's like that they can't keep their attention on one thing. 
But you know, I, I'm I always have time to f around a little bit. It's that's good a, enough. That, that's the thing. It's I, good enough. I it's, wasn't looking for no reservation. Exactly. Like I learn a little bit here and there. It's nice to watch Zach. I, I think one of the interesting things. You, do you get the sense that Zach Efron is like really kind of actually like a dork? Maybe I don't know. I I, I definitely believe him when I when he says that he's kind of over the celebrity part of being famous and yes. like everything that comes with that in sure. L.A. and. Yeah, I don't know. He's 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 very cool though to be a dork. Yeah, I I guess what I mean by that is just like he's not like he's he's not like Mr. Cool. He's yeah. a, he's not afraid to be silly or goofy sure. or say dumb shit uh-huh. or like make kind of, you know, inane jokes and mm-hmm. and do voices. Also, you know what I mean? like all that type of stuff. He's mm-hmm. just like he is not he he's not just like the picture of like of of stoic cool right that he that that his like hollywood persona kind of mm-hmm. maybe gave off a little bit mm-hmm. anyway so that's been interesting um yeah anything else on the tv front anything else that you're watching i think we're going to make a reference to another another little netflix doc here pretty soon uh we're we're watching i'll be gone in the dark so okay i actually talked about this on Oysters, Clams, and Cockles, yesterday, we started I'll Be Gone in the Dark. Uh-huh. I couldn't do it. Couldn't spooky. Do it. It's too spooky. Spooky. It, 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 in pandemic season. Oh, man. I, it's too real. It's and that guy real. is too evil. Uh-huh. Like, it, With it, his little dick. And he's just... <laughs> he's, he's... You know, in, a, in, the, in the nature of the crime itself, he is comparable to Ted Bundy. Yeah. But Ted Bundy was admittedly by women across the world who were like appearing on news shows being like, I just want to give him my number. (laughs) Like he was this charming guy. Yeah. Right. And he, and, and he typically found victims in like various locations. He was Mm -hmm. more of a stalk. He was more of like a stalking you outside of the home kind of thing. And then charming you and picking you up and like, right. You kind of entered into the situation. This is so much more like brute force. He's been in your house already. He's got ligatures hidden all over the place. Yes. He's doing the dish stacking thing on the men. He's doing the prank calls. The calls. Have you gotten to the calls? No, I haven't gotten to the calls. But so it it just, it it had my, it had my Globus flaring up. I've (laughs) decided, I've decided that I've developed this thing called Globus. Is this self-diagnosed? This is self-diagnosed. And it's a term you've made up. No, it's not. It's not a term I've made up. I'm I'm so serious. I'm positive that this is Globus. Okay. I've got this. It's like a it's like a constriction in your throat. It kind of feels like you have a lump in your throat. Mm-hmm. But nothing is wrong with you. It's there is nothing constricting your breathing. You can swallow and breathe just fine. It's just like this tightness. You know what other people will call that? Anxiety. So yeah, so it is a one of the main ways that this happens is emotional and 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 uh, emotional and anxious stress. Yeah, related stress. Yeah, this doesn't so seem like the show you want to be consuming in these times. No, <laughs> no. So in in it's something that you know it it was like one of the quote unquote symptoms that I was so worried about, like just over the last four months. But the the fact that it's persisted and kind of been off and on, and I've kind of dealt with it, but obvi- but like you know nothing else is wrong with me. I finally found this thing, and I was like, oh, th- this is what it is. This mm-hmm. is exactly what it is. It's this, like, weird, persistent lump feeling in my throat that that is not actually doing anything to me because it's not actually there. Mm-hmm. 
and it's brought about by emotional yeah. stress and, and anxiety. And this is just new for me, Phil, because I am not an anxious or stressed person, and I never have been. I am. So I don't know why this is like it's it's weird to me. And so anyway, episode one. Yeah. And like I damn near had a panic attack. It got so bad. Ooh. Uh, see, I am. I'm pretty anxious and I'm pretty tightly wound. I, I worry. I'm a worrier. <laughs> I worry about everything. Phil's a real worry wart. Yeah. Uh, but I love this show. I love shows like this because I get into the story and I know how it ends. But being able to see how they went about tracking this loser, and I had no idea as to like the depth and how many uh, crimes this dude had committed prior to being the killer that he ended up becoming. I mean, you haven't gotten all this, right? But, right. You know, he starts off as just your run of the mill rapist, <laughs> right? Right. But man, is he a total piece of shit! And I always hate that. When people like this finally get caught, they're old. You don't get the full satisfaction of them getting, you know, what was coming to them. Yeah. Um, but for those of y'all out there that would like to see a good murder mystery in these times. So, so tell me this. <laughs> this is uh, a good one. Beyond my, you know, my high levels of anxiety watching this because this dude is like sneaking into houses and it just feels so real. I didn't love the first episode because it felt like I was watching a podcast. Oh, right. There's a lot of like read yeah. it, reading of emails, uh huh, and like or pulling sections from her book and right. then just translating them on screen. Well, they do they do more interviews as they go along. Okay, so that's that's my question is, but does, there's does, always do the add, narrator. Do they add more? Like, do you? I don't. After one episode, I had the feeling of like I kind of just rather listen to a podcast about this. Yeah. Well, the thing. Do, do they add more visual context and like stuff that's more interesting to see on screen as it goes on? Absolutely. Okay. But also, I feel like the the main point of this show is not the investigation itself into the Golden State Killer. It's more about her. Michelle because McNamara. Is, yeah, it's her yeah. book. Right. It's her story, and they want to highlight her more than that loser. Yeah. yeah. I. But back to. The baby dick. <laughs> has that been revealed in the first episode? Uh, yeah, they talk. They, I believe that they do talk about how he, he has a small penis. I love that so much. <laughs> I just think that's such a great detail. You know that they include that in all the police reports, and it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you know he yeah. was talking about pissed off. Yeah, this guy. He couldn't just bought like a jacked up truck. Well, also in in discussing this show with other people. I've learned that the same details came out about Harvey Weinstein. Okay. All right. Small penis. Yeah. Yeah. Now, is that confirmed, or do you think people are just, like, throwing that out there to just kind of, like, yeah. rub salt in the wound? I, I mean, I haven't checked it out myself, <laughs> so I can't really give the firsthand knowledge. But there is – I don't know. I, I've heard um, people talk about it in penis circles that I'm in. <laughs> yeah, out there in the on the on the penis oh, web, right. <laughs> a- no, AKA he's... just the internet is uh, is just yeah. what we what we usually call that. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we're gonna talk about bags today. Special request from one of our Patreon members want us to kind of just go over bags, talk bags. What's your bag? What's not your bag? So we're gonna do that. Uh, but first, uh, a little bit more housekeeping, and then uh, I've got a, a segment here that I'm calling "By the Numbers." Just some interesting numbers that that came across my screens this week. Uh, first and foremost, let's talk about something new that's going on with the Club Cool Podcast. We have a Discord channel now. Uh-huh. 
Phil, you're you're in there. Are you new to Discord? Yeah, I am. So I'm new to Discord as well, but it is it has completely changed discourse for listeners and friends of the podcast. It's it's it it's already uh, you know, materializing in this in this discussion format that I kind of thought I, I, that's it's kind of what I hoped the Patreon would allow us to do discussion wise. It's just that Patreon isn't set up to handle that type of like forum and discussion. Mm-hmm. If you've ever been on Slack, Discord is basically Slack, but it's basically Slack combined with Reddit mm. because you can be in various channels. There are different different discords for different things and some of your other favorite podcasts or twitchers or brands or whoever might have their own discord and it looks just like slack so you can organize into categories and 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 um uh, direct messages and and all sorts of stuff so we're already on club cool we've got text channels for uh for things that we mentioned on the pod we've got a rate my kit section we've got sale links we've got a marketplace we've got one for shoes we've got phil's cocktail corner we're talking drinks and and libations of all sorts. Uh, people are sharing what they're drinking on the weekends. So anyway, it, it's already popping off in there. And to join the Discord, here's what I ask that you do. Just go sign up for notifications from our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash club cool. You don't even have to join. This is just the easiest way for me to send out the Discord link. Just follow Club Cool's Patreon and I will blast out the Discord link. It expires after a day. So later tonight or, or tomorrow, I'll, I'll, I'll pop out that link. And if you're following Club Cool Patreon, you will get the link. And you can join us. You can, you can, you can, you can hop on in there, see what it's all about. Uh, now, eventually, I might close it, close it off. If we get to a rolling number of members and there's a lot of discussion, then I might make it Patreon only. So, so follow the podcast. Get in there now. And then if you get something from it, if you gain something from it, if 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 you hit a great sale because of it or learn something new, then you can think about joining us at patreon.com slash club cool. It's two dollars a month. Great way to support the podcast directly. And uh, and we really appreciate all of the Patreon members out there. Uh, but this is this is very exciting. It's very cool. I uh, I've been I've been pleasantly surprised by by just a few days going of the discord so far. And it's already yeah, been cool. like. A lot of discussion, a lot of a lot of cool, yeah, cool things happening in there. So, um, yeah, Club Cool has a Discord. <laughs> um, posting now, posting now. Beyond that, beyond that, what else? Do, what else did I have for housekeeping? I, th- I think that I think that's it. Patreon, Discord. Oh yeah, we've got our. We'll have our our uh, our editorial list coming out for the for the Patreon members here before the end of the month. Dope. So got that coming too. Are we gonna do a, a dollar amount here? Or are we going? I, to... You know what? Since we since we talked budget shopping last yeah. week, I feel like we might we'll we'll have to do a dollar amount to okay. to stay in spirit. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the dollar amount is going to be though. It'll be under a hundred for sure. Maybe a little bit lower than that even. Ninety nine. Ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Ninety nine. Okay. Um. Yeah. Let's talk about some of these numbers that I just mentioned here. Um. First thing first. I just want to talk about the raffles. There were there were two big ones, obviously, last weekend that we uh, spoke to a little bit on the podcast uh, with the sneakers coming out, the off-white Jordan 4s, and then all the Grateful Dead, uh, you know, bear dunks. And there were raffles all over the place, and there are raffles all the time for the, the most limited and the most hyped up of the sneakers out there. 
And I, I think that we've all been lulled into this sense that we have a chance with the raffles. If if you enter one, 25 of these raffles, you've got a, a decent chance of, of, of winning one of them. Mm-hmm. It's kind of with the, the mentality, right? But these are not scratch-off tickets, man. Like, the, 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 the win rate is laughably low yeah because so many people are joining this these things and the one that i'm going to pull up here is actually is is one that i that i'd like to laud a little bit and celebrate because at least they're doing something beneficial with their raffle this was from notershop.com it's a it's chicago's kind of like cool little it's Chicago's by George, basically. Okay. It's no. It's it's called Notor Shop. It's a. It's they have a great uh, web store as well that I've that I've bought stuff from. Um, you know, all, all around just a cool shop that carries cool brands. Virgil Abloh is obviously from Chicago, so he teamed up with Notor for their raffle for the Off White Fours. And you could enter the raffle. You picked your size. It was three dollars per entry. With I don't even think a limit for how many entries you could buy. And. This thing was open for about two days, and they raised about $190,000. It's incredible. <laughs> $190,000. So just to per- put that in perspective, that's over 63,000 entries. Jesus. And how many – did they give away the inventory, what they were they, working with? They never say the inventory, yeah. but, I'm, but I'm telling you right now that there's no way they had more than 50 pairs of these. Right. <laughs> And, and like I, I've seen what I have seen is the stock that a store like No Comply gets when they get a pair of dunks mm-hmm. in. They get one pair of the small and big sizes, and then they get two pair of everything in between, like an eight and an eleven. Yeah. So we're we're you know we're talking we're, we're talking twenty five thirty pairs of shoes max. And I don't think that and and I don't think I think it's the same type of run. Yeah, for all these little stores, even even ones like End Clothing, which is like a big global, mm-hmm. you know, e commerce high high fashion luxury boutique, they're not getting hundreds of pairs, man. Right. They're getting a very very limited size run, mm-hmm. and so we got over sixty thousand entries on the Noter raffle, which cost three bucks an entry. So what do you think that looks like for the for bodega shop or end or exhibition or like they're just using it as an email gathering platform at this point you're just giving them your email this is like this is we we got to start calling these lotteries because that's that's what it is you're 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 about as likely to hit hit the lottery as you are to win one of these raffles Mm -hmm. Uh, I, i would love to know how many entries there are for for like the ones on end which has literally people from all yeah, it's global. Global. Yeah. I mean, you might be and, – and, and then you think about that. Well, how many people are, are logging on to sneakers, the, the sneakers app day of yeah. to, try to, to try to get these things? And end is free. And Oh, yeah. Most of them are free. That's right. what I'm saying. So we're dealing with hundreds of thousands of entries. There might be a million damn people on, on the sneakers app on Saturday mornings. You imagine the amount of data they've collected with these things? So it's just it, – it, uh, you know, just really putting – Putting all of it into perspective, I, I mean, like the the stock levels, a low stock level, you know, like on, on all the, uh, the the Instagram accounts that that try to 
leak the numbers and everything. Like if a shoe has fifty thousand pairs, that's a very that's super low stock. Mm-hmm. And and so it, there's no telling how many millions of people are try, are trying to get these shoes. Fifty thousand pairs. The to me the the ones and you can attest to this because you've won um, this way is the the best chance you have with anything ultra hyped is if one of these stores foregoes the the email raffle and does it on just social mm-hmm. and it's like just one channel if it's just Instagram right because that's a lot more uh, limiting I feel like yeah I mean you won yeah. Uh, that which was yeah. the shock of a lifetime literally the only time i've won any type of raffle like that. <laughs> so yeah it's just kind of interesting to think about and um yeah, sneakers is now trending on most saturday mornings because mm-hmm. there's so many people like on twitter just clamoring and and complaining about <laughs> not the be, not the l's about not being able to procure anything so it's this... just a really it's just, it's just gotten it's just really insane i mean we've talked about it several times but i i just can't stress enough how 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 wild this has all become um uh, th- th- that was gonna so soul links on yeah. twitter mm-hmm. on twitter is that a bot no that's just information yes because people tag them a lot and they're like thanks soul links and cut the be- w because because soul links will Solinks hits uh, tweets like what Solinks is doing. I think is they have a big tip line and they're probably running all, running all sorts of site monitors. Yeah, okay. Which is something that I've I've learned a little. Like a site monitor is is kind of a it's easier to put together than a bot. It's yeah. still not something I know how to do, but you can run a monitor for a site that like triggers when when a keyword. Yeah. You got keywords plugged in mm-hmm. and something restocks or like a the page refreshes or something is added to that page. I've tried to set one up back in the Yeezy days yeah. and gave up like after five minutes. Same. Same. I, I don't think we were running the right type of page monitor. <laughs> I, I, and again, we're we're not we're not tech boys over here. So I mean not co- we're not coders. So I don't really the know. The bot how- though, the bot seems like it could have a resurgence here unless they found a way to, to block all bots. Because with this, I guess sneakers app bots are out. Right? No, so you can bot sneakers too. You can? Yes. How is that not I'm I'm sure that's a thing. The 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 what you're doing with a sneakers bot is it is it's like replicating all sorts of IPs mm-hmm. and you need now you the thing with the sneakers bot is that you need like hundreds of dummy emails. Mm-hmm. Because you have to have a unique email. And then it's just and then it's just popping in entries. Because that's that's all sneakers is. Sneakers is a raffle too. Yeah. Even on the even on the first come first serves the ones the ones where it's not a ten minute draw, you have about two minutes to enter, and then it just is like doing a doing a scroll and just mm-hmm. like randomly picking accounts for the win. So that that's all it is. So the way you the 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 sneakers bot is really just upping your chances of hitting. It just overloads because the... it throws in yeah. however many entries. Yeah. But it's not like a Shopify bot, which is basically just like brute forcing its way all mm-hmm. the way through checkout in milliseconds far faster than you can click manually. Bullen and I hit with a bot during the first, the Beluga Yeezys. Yeah. And man, was that fun. There there are now what is called, what are called, the, the bot has had a resurgence. It's just more, it's, it's like people are teaming up for it. There are these yeah. things called cook groups. Oh, really? Yeah. Which are using these site monitors and these bots. And I mean, like. I heard that you know, people are hitting like 25 pairs of a shoe God. at times. 
So a lot of this is all just fake too. It's just mm-hmm. fake inflation because the people in the cook groups with the bots that are professional resellers are able to procure all the stock and then mm-hmm. set the price right. essentially. So it's it's just kind of a it's all just kind of fake at this point is what it is. Man, I wish you could just go to a store. And it's a real racket and wait in line. You yeah, know? camp out, do the camp out. Well, we I, don't, I wouldn't outs. be camping out, but uh, man, that'd be cool to yeah. be able to physically go and have a chance. Yeah, um, yeah, fifty thousand pairs, two hundred bucks a pop. It's a cool ten million. You make about ten million in a you know drop of a hat there. Mm. So that kind of leads me to this this uh, this next piece that I, I just wanted to bring up, and I just thought that this was interesting, just from a just just from a what you can sell at what price point standpoint so there is a there is a a a high-end sunglasses maker probably the probably the highest of the high end i'm sure there are some with some sunglasses that are more expensive but they are few and far between this brand is called jacques marie mage awesome sunglasses they specialize in like a really thick acetate and very cool details chunky frames and super limited runs Mm -hmm. and i've been following them around for a for a couple years now, probably. I don't have any. At the low end, they're five, six hundred bucks. So it's just more than I want to dole out for sunglasses these days. They have a a collection here called um, the the New Frontier. Did I get that right? Did I make that? Did I say that right? Sure. Let me see here. Last Frontier, the Last Frontier, I believe, is what these are. These are called. Um, just double checking one more time on the gram. Sorry, I know this is great podcasting. Just absolutely great podcasting here. Red, yeah, last it's, it's the last frontier is what this special collection was called. Now I saw these on on the Grom. <laughs> I was very very attracted to them because, as the name kind of indicates, they utilize a lot of southwestern kind of desert embellishment. Mm-hmm. So there's like sterling silver and turquoise inlays on the side. And it, it they it just they have this like, you know, kind of like bolo tie concho belt type feel to them. And they're they're just they're really, really badass. Now a pair of these, there were three different styles of the last frontier sunglasses with these southwestern embellishments. There were three colorways, and the black had a had a couple hundred pieces then there was like a tortoise of each one with 150 pieces and then like a red or a green with 50 pieces yikes so 400 pieces total of each style 1200 total pairs of sunglasses these retailed at 1600 dollars and immediately sold out everywhere (laughs) so for those without your calculators in front of you that is that's that that's a cool two million unreal in revenue Blast in a matter of seconds. In a matter of seconds, blowing out <clears throat> pairs of sixteen hundred dollars sunglasses. They're so. dope. I mean, the guy looks. I mean, you, this I made in our our notes here that another great the show, model. This model. The model. Here? I mean, you got to be from Fear City, which is on Netflix right now. <laughs> it's a mob documentary. That's what that dude looks like, right? Yeah. Like he yeah. will show up, but like at he's your from, door. But also like he's from Santa Fe. He's a Santa Fe mobster. He's a Santa Fe a, mobster. A large bat in hand to break your knees. Yeah, you didn't pay him on time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's uh, he definitely he's got that vibe. He's got the signet ring. 
the bolo. But these, yeah, they're the, cool. The, they're the they're large though. suits. Yeah. So Jacques Marie Mage, usually the frames are pretty large. They do make some smaller ones, but but by and large they are they are large. Uh huh. So looks like Larry David's dad would be rocking a pair of these. Yeah, they've got they've got some of that like sleaze, that uh-huh. Vegas sleaze to them a little 100%. bit too. One hundred percent. Yeah, they're cool, man. I love all the detail. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so pick some up. Nah, uh, well, <laughs> you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Maybe, maybe twenty twenty one when this uh, this whole economy picks up, huh? Yeah. Well, I, I think we could probably get a sponsorship from them. That, I, Send I, us a yes. few pair. Yeah, they need the help. I think. Yeah. Get out of shock. Shock. <laughs> All right. Um, are you ready to move on and talk bags, Phil? Yeah. Let's go. Let's talk bags. All right. First, where where should we start here? What are the essential bags? What bags does every guy need? You need a dop kit? Yeah. You need... Um, it depends on what you're doing in life. You need an everyday bag. What's an everyday bag? Whether that's a duffel, um, over the, you know, crossbody. That's typically what everybody has, like a laptop crossbody that's now evolved into... Okay, so a uh, like a like some type of carry-all. Yeah. Whether it's a tote or a backpack or a messenger. Exactly. Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha, gotcha. I'd say you need a gym bag. Yeah. No, no gym bag. I, I don't. I don't. You know how weird I am about the. First of all, I don't. The gym I go to, the locker room's disgusting anyway, so I'm not taking off or putting anything on in there. All right, all right. What about a? What about a weekender? Yeah. Need a weekender. Mm-hmm. And then I would say you need a. You need you need a couple suitcases. You yeah. Need a checker. You need a a, a good old checker. A checker. <laughs> And then you need a rollerboard, yeah, a carry-on, and I think that pretty much covers it. Yeah, these well, are the bags that you need. These are the bags. <laughs> also, an addition, I, I've we bought some like backpacking backpacks. Okay, that are huge, mm-hmm. but they're worth the trouble of putting everything in if you're doing like we were going to Europe, and so you don't check anything. Throw everything in there, throw it in the overhead, yeah. and you're done. But those are another option for, um, if like for camping. Yeah. I'm not bringing a duffel or a roller. Get right. a backpack. Right. Throw everything in the backpack. Yeah, that's fair. So, but see, so but these are, I guess, gym bag not essential. Not right. everybody needs one. Camping bag not, not essential. Not everybody no. camps. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not camping. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'll glamp. I'll glamp. I'll do that. Same. But uh, but for that, I can just use like my weekender or something. Okay, so let's talk about some do's and don'ts. Um, one question that I think a lot of people, a lot of guys have that I get asked sometimes is, are like, are backpacks okay for grown men, basically? You know, and um, I, I would say yes. I think a backpack is a fine work bag mm-hmm. or daily daily carry, like you're saying. It just really depends. It kind of depends on how you get dressed for the day. Um, now, obviously this is a bag that a lot of us aren't using all that often given the current situation, but we'll just pretend that there isn't a pandemic and we are going to work. If you are a lawyer or a eye banker or somebody that wears a suit every day or is dressed up more formally like that, a backpack is not for you. Hell no. You need something that goes with a suit, like mm-hmm. an attache or a, or a leather messenger or some type of 
a slightly more upscale kind of formal looking bag. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're in business casual, you can probably get away with one. It should just be nice. It should look it should look handsome. Probably something in like canvas or leather, not like, you know, your Jansport or your North Face from college. Uh, and then if you're wearing flip-flops to work, if you're old Mark Zuckerberg going to Facebook, waltzing in in your hoodie and your flip-flops, it really doesn't matter because yeah. you've you've already committed to the uh, to the look. And so nobody is going to pile on top because you're carrying a Jansport <laughs> as well as looking, you know, <laughs> looking, a, looking a little slovenly. <laughs> right? Slovenly. <laughs> Man, you've got a hell of a vocabulary. <laughs> so that's so so really the, like the bag that you carry to work depends on you know what you look like, what you're dressing in to go to work as well. 100%. So uh for me, I have a leather backpack. It's uh-huh. John Elliott that's from um a few years ago. The quality's all right. It's good. I always wanted a leather backpack. Mm-hmm. That one hit a Black Friday sale. And I scooped it up, and I've been carrying it for a few years. It's black, like perforated leather. I think it looks pretty cool. Um, it, it, a big must for me in a in a backpack is a laptop sleeve. Yeah, which a lot of the more designery ones just skip. Don't understand why, but I guess because they can. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I like a little padded slip in a backpack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm 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 for backpacks again. It's just you don't want to not the same one that you carried in high school. And the 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 the, the North Face, the kind of outdoorsy ones with all sorts of mesh in the pockets on them. I think those are great for travel. I, I, it's a good airport carry if you'd like to be able to easily access various things and like have your water bottle and all that type of stuff. Almost like in the way that you were saying, like for backpacking in mm-hmm. that way, it's like it's very functional. But it, it's not the it, it's not the sleekest thing to be carrying into a workplace every day. Mm-hmm. So that that that's that's my notes on like work bags. Yeah, I also so. have a backpack that I'm not carrying currently, but to me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they make a, they make they have a shit ton of backpacks right now. And yeah, they the this new one that they came out with it's called the Lark, and it's got these really cool hardware pieces on the front. Um, that's different for to me. It's a bit more, you know, on trend. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I've I've been pleased with to me. You can dress those down too. Uh, it doesn't look like you're about to catch a flight because a lot of their stuff is very flight friendly. Right. It looks like you're right. a pilot or a yeah. flight attendant. Yeah, yeah. And now they have more of like I always feel like to me like is it's they're elegant, but they have like a tech lean to them. One hundred percent in a yeah. way, definitely. So it's but but it's cool. I mean, to me is has been around for a really long time and is I mean relatively timeless. And I think the product is is. Uh, it's safe. You know you're going to get something yeah. quality. And you can beat the TV hell out generally. of it, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I want to move on to talking uh, a few notes for suitcases here. Now, for my rollerboard, I have an Away travel bag. Uh, former sponsor of the podcast. You may still be able to use the code COOL out there for some type of discount. It's really great. Yeah. It's a fantastic carry-on bag. Now... The secret here is that if you don't need the battery, if you don't need like the perfectly trending color, if you don't need those little like kind of perks and 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 luxury uh you know accoutrement mm-hmm. that that come on a bag like the away, 
You can go to TJ Maxx and get a really nice hard shell Samsonite carry-on mm-hmm. for like $45. Absolutely. The problem that I have found is the wheels. Well, you got to roll them. You got to test them out in you there. Got- <laughs> but they don't I, – so we bought a Samsonite a, a couple years back because it was a big roller, mm-hmm. and we wanted to put everything in one and just yep, take yeah. the one. It was it, – you get what you pay for. Yeah. They have higher-end Samsonites. Yeah, yeah. But I went middle of the road, and the wheels just suck now. They stick. Yeah. Yeah. They they're not a good – No, that that is fair. And, and if you spend more going with something like the Away, you're get, that's going to last you a lot longer. Absolutely. Um, and I think it's important to, to kind of differentiate here though as well. Like I'm not trying to check my away bag. Once we're into checked luggage, like that thing is going to get messed up, beat the hell up. I'm a checker. Okay. Always? Not always. Yeah. But if we have extended stays. Same. No, that, we're that's, checking. that's totally fair. Yeah. Like unless it's a weekend trip. Yeah. I'm, I'm check typically checking. Okay. And especially if 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 it's two of you traveling, because yeah. then by by that point you need more stuff. You people want the bathroom accessories, Shoes. the stuff that you can't like. You know, you're carrying too many li- too much liquid. Mm-hmm. Few parish, yeah, yeah, and it gets hairy, and you need to check typically at least one bag. We do the same thing as well. So in that in that situation, I'm always flabbergasted when I see some Louis Louis Vuitton yeah. trunk <laughs> rolling down the 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 conveyor belt. I know. Like what the hell? What the hell are you thinking? I don't. I've never understood that. Well, here I do understand it. They're trying to flex. I know, but you just flew coach. Yeah, on, on Southwest De- on, on Delta or <laughs> Southwest in this shitty ass airport. Like, <laughs> yeah. So that that's definitely you're thinking about bags. You're thinking about skimps and and splurges, right? Like, I you can skimp on the checked baggage because it's going to get. Like obviously you want something that's going to hold up, but don't go luxury for anything that you're planning on putting under the plane because it is no going to way, get dude. terrorized by <laughs> the gate agent. Yeah, by the by. If by I know people. gate agents like I think I know them, <laughs> you think that they're fucking around with your luggage? Wait till they get when they see that Louis Vuitton coming down the. They're they're playing football with that thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, they're yeah. tossing that one around. Yeah, absolutely. Um. So what else do we got here? Well, one note with the away, and if you're going to go the the, uh, I don't know if it's luxury, but if you're going to spend the money, and you want something that's going to last, away has a aluminum aluminium option that is five hundred seventy five bucks for the medium. Wow, I mean, great deal, right? When you compare that to Ramoa. Mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. not getting into a Ramoa for less than a grand. Right. And I'm sure Ramoa is built very nicely um, and has, you know, thicker aluminum or whatever. But, dude, the Away to me seems like a bargain if you need something that you can beat up for years. Mm-hmm. It looks really cool. Um, 575 bucks. Yeah. Now, is that is the size of that thing... That's something a good that question. That are something that you're checking or carrying on? This would probably go underneath the plane. Okay. You don't have to worry about that if it's alum- aluminum. True. Yeah, that's that's fair. They're they're a little bit more designed to to take the take yeah. the abuse, uh-huh. take, take the beating. Um, a couple of places to look for bags. 
uh, as we move into just talk about brands, there are some heritage brands like L.L. Bean and Land's End that have been making bags forever that are really great for pretty much everything. Um, L.L. Bean, you know, you can put a monogram on just about everything. They got all sorts of like waxed canvas and and bags that are perfect beach bags or tote bags or pool bags. Um, I, I I carried a, an LL Bean duffel for for a while. Um, they're they're fanny packs and messengers and and everything and like it's all wildly affordable. Mm-hmm. So those places are great fallbacks if you just need something basic and you need something and and you know you haven't found something like perfectly specific. Uh, that that you know that you really really love. They're they're great places to just get a functional bag. Um, I mentioned a gym bag. What I carry for a gym bag is a Patagonia Black Hole. Mm-hmm. Another awesome bag. It's yeah. a it's like the I can't remember which liter it is, but um, it designed to take a beating. You know, I just bought the all black, so it looks really. I think it looks tough. Yeah. Um, great great bag that I've really enjoyed. You look ha- tough when you walk into Equinox. Thank you. Do not fuck with me. Yes. Look at this Look black at this, on black. Right. Blacked out, murdered out bag. Right. Get away. Give me the extra plates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they, they also do, I mean, they're releasing new colors in, in the Patagonia bags every season. Bunch of cool stuff. North Face Base Camp. Okay. Similar to the Black Hole. Um, my dad actually has one of their larger pieces that's the Base Camp. There's a bigger bag. And he's had it for years. And you can beat the hell out of these things with that that tough rubber like um, ripstop almost mm-hmm, rubber. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. You can't go wrong with those. Yes. Uh, continuing on kind of that outdoor path, there are a couple uh, that are that are in the the howler world a little bit. Topo Design. Oh, I love them. And Mystery Ranch. So Mystery Ranch is apparently very big in Japan. And everybody knows that they're way ahead of us as far as everything, things that are trending. So check them out. It's very it, you, you're going to get to their website and feel like it's really tactical feeling, like it's almost like military based. But just you know, peruse around in there, and, and you're going to find some some stuff that's that's a little bit more uh, you know, just kind of everyday, yeah, functional. But again, designed to take a beating, really multifunctional because it can be it they can be hunting bags they can be camping bags they can be daily carriers they can go on an airplane all sorts of stuff uh, and then topo man if you like something loud if you want something that pops if you like all that like the the the, the big loud kind of outdoorsy color that's your place topo, topo i like designs. their stuff yeah yeah um they also have some good um apparel topo yeah. yes yeah Definitely. Uh, if, like me, you were looking for leather, I got a couple options for you. Leatherology. Mm-hmm. And here you can find everything in leather. Wallets, dops, backpacks, weekenders, <clears throat> everything. Mm-hmm. And it's and they're, 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 the, they're a modern-day DTC company that's bringing you like the, oh, well, we're this, but affordable. Yeah. And so it's, it's, they're approachably priced leather bags. I think their backpack is $300, mm-hmm. which if you've ever looked at leather backpacks is like a pretty great price. Yeah. Um, and then I really ride for coach bags as well. Mm-hmm. I have a canvas and leather weekender from coach that I've had for over a decade now. It's kind of like a neutral kind of off-white beige color. 
So it it picks up like dirt and stains, but I just think it, mm-hmm. I think it like adds to it. I think it looks awesome. It's got brown leather like uh, trim details. So I just think it's very kind of classic and and yeah, just awesome looking as it as it ages. Um, Space wise, it's like one pair of shoes. You know, because mm-hmm. like between the dop kit and the one pair of shoes, and then what you need, like yeah. it's very much like a overnight or two night bag. Mm-hmm. So that's really the only like the only downside to a weekender like that. Anyway, Coach is such a sleeper, though, aren't they? We've talked about their outerwear before. Yeah, we're not getting into that, but they're they're a sleeper. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Stuart Vevers, the guy that is creative director of Coach now, mm-hmm. he's getting nominated for CFDA awards and stuff. And they, they just kind of, they do. They kind of continually fly under their radar a little bit with all of their menswear. And I think with their bags, too. And and you go on, you go, you, you check out Coach online. And, like, to some extent, you see why people still bristle. Because there still is a lot of stuff with, like, the all-over C-print. Oh, which that. feels, like, very, yeah. like, 2003. Mm-hmm. And and some of their, some of their, like, women's sneakers just look like they were designed to be at Nordstrom Rack. You know, like, <laughs> like they, like they, not everything is a hit, mm-hmm. but the good stuff, the stuff that you can tell is like from the best creative minds there. That's not just being marketed to the masses is really, really good. The and stuff think, that's in the brick and mortar. Yeah. And I think the men, and I think their men's especially is very, very nice. Uh, I, I wanted a leather, I, I've ended up with a really nice Herschel dop kit, um, I got it like it was like twenty four dollars on sale from Nordstrom, yeah, and it's been perfect. It's very big. I had I had specific features that I wanted. I wanted a zipper on the outside, and then one zipper, and then one main zipper. Mm-hmm. That's what I had to have. That uh, Coach's leather dop kits are built like that, and I really really like them. I just never pulled trigger on one, uh, but yeah, re- a great place to look. And the bags do, especially the seasonal ones, they will go on seasonal sale as well. So, uh, yeah. I think that about covers all the brands that I wanted to mention. Um, if you are looking for a splurge, uh, and I, I spoke to this to Japanese stuff, Porter. Look up Porter bags. They are expensive, but very, very dope. Those are nice. <laughs> oh, I was like, what are you looking at? Now I, now I see you. I've got them up on screen. Yeah. Porter we have Yo- monitors in here now. Porter Yoshida. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're kind of like they've got some Toomey vibes. Some, yeah, this cool is a, though. Yeah, turned um, down, and yeah, kind of like Toomey meets Patagonia meets something else. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, I, I mean a lot of nylon, a lot of ripstop, like we're talking about, but design heavy as well. Yeah. So, yeah, what else you got? Um, yeah. Speaking of design heavy, I wanted to just touch on. Some of my favorite luggage of all time. This has nothing to do with anything that you're going to purchase. Maybe. Okay. Okay. But it's just great inspiration. The Darjeeling Limited, Wes Anderson film. One of my all-time favorites. But those dudes, they're carrying that luggage. If you, have you seen the movie? You've seen it. I've never seen it. God damn it. Apparently. I know, and I'm a Wes Anderson fan. I, you, you sending me this picture earlier today has me all geared up to go watch Darjeeling You need to Limited. watch it. So they carry this Louis Vuitton luggage that is, uh, you know, upon reading about it, uh, they're all one of ones, I believe, and designed by Marc Jacobs for Louis Vuitton. 
Okay. Auctioned them all off after the the wrap of the film. But during that time, I was really into them. And there was an article that came out in something that linked to and and referenced to this Italian guy who was also into them and went ahead and, for lack of a better term, he knocked them off. But with high-quality leather products and has been selling them. They're still around. This was years ago when uh, apparently they're still in business. But he's... He has gone overboard. If you go, the the name of the brand is Very Troubled Child. Okay, uh, and maybe we can link to that at some point. Yeah, but we can it's pop, cool. We can pop it in the Discord. Yeah, it is really cool stuff. It's it's not like identical. the The line that he did that was identical to the movie pieces, the Jungle Collection has since I guess sold out. There's only one piece left. It's the duffel that is really cool. Um, but he's expanded into some ridiculous looking clothing as well but check it out it's so cool i i really dig the the design i wouldn't carry you know some of these trunks but i love um for instance the number eight bag and so anyway they they're they're based off the movie all the movie bags had numbers on them and then the guys the characters initials yes yeah do they in the movie do they talk about that these are like louis vuitton bags no okay no i just dug um and gotcha. found that out but yeah i mean the because the, the the with with the you can see that the like the monogramming that they have on them like the yeah. painted stripes and and characters and and mm-hmm. lettering is like very it, that feels louis vuitton it, there's also uh there's a brand that has become more and more popular uh in recent years um that's kind of like a it, it's one of those old i think parisian luxury brands why is the name slipping my mind right now? Maison Kitsune? No. This is embarrassing. But that's Jap- Jap- Japanese, isn't it? Maison Kitsune? Or is it? No, that's French. <laughs> why am why am I this is this What's is wrong so with embarrassing. you? It's it, it's uh it's it's got like the geometric design is their thing. Goyard. 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 It's like the geometric yes. kind of looking print on everything. Uh-huh. They also, if you go to a Goyard store or a little store in store, if you, they, mm-hmm. they, which I think you can find at some of like the high end designer de- department stores in New York and Chicago and LA, you, you can get like a bag or a wallet or a card holder or something like that, and and they'll do like the custom painted stripes and init- uh, initialing. I like that, and it's it it just adds so yeah. much. I like I like the Louis Vuittons, the line where they have the just random painting or whatever that they either screen print or paint on to the bags yeah it, it just it just breaks up the pattern yeah you know? um i've got one more one more brand pulled up here that i was just reminded of talking about these these west Ender, anderson darjeeling limited bags uh the it's called florist those are cool and it's like a little kind of uh up and comer out of brooklyn i mm-hmm. think and they they look it's called florist there's a lot of embroidered and like chenille, terry flowers and type, that type of stuff, and so they feel um, feminine, a little more geared to women. Mm-hmm. And some of the bag shapes are specifically purses, but there are like nice badass leather totes, like this one called the Elemental Handbag, which I know men are carrying. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, the price point is really, really awesome for this kind of handiwork that you're getting with these big cool embroideries and like full leather bag and th- this one i mean i think it's pretty big 
it, it looks is, huge. Uh, not as big as as it looks. It's it's only eleven by nine. Okay, but you know it's four twenty five, which feels a lot lower than it could be. Uh huh. So those yeah. are nice. I like that a lot. Yeah. Just if you're looking for something very unique and kind of flex worthy, mm-hmm. and just for like a, a a cool bag to have, florist is one that I would check out. So. Florist NYC. Florist NYC. Yeah, the website is like Florist for Fun. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that about wraps it up. You got any other any other bag notes for us? Uh, also, we wanted to mention, just Google LeBron James ready-made bag. Oh, yeah, That's yes. something. And that, that one, again, utilizes the exact same, um, like, custom paint and... Yeah, I just love that the the everything that they do ready made with the heavy canvas. Yeah, is just that the, else. that bag also specifically like has like some of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The custom detailing, like the shadowed painted painted initials, and that's very Von Dutch that patch that he's got. Or what is that painting? I, I that might be a patch down there. I'm not sure, but bring yeah. back those Von Dutch hats, folks. Yeah. We might have to talk about Von Dutch next week because <laughs> uh, I've been looking. You've been looking? I've been looking. Oh, I've man. been looking. I would love to see it. I think Von Dutch about ready to make a comeback. I'd love to see it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we uh we definitely will have some uh some trend talk next week. We've run out of time here. But that's that's okay. More to talk about. Uh yeah, but we'll 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 be back next week with some two thousands trend talk and some old trend new trend. Again, you can follow us on Instagram at Club Cool Pod, at Barrett Dudley, at Pebatag, and uh and hit us up on Patreon. Just all you have to do to get this Discord link again is follow the Patreon. You do not have to join up for the the, the monthly membership. Um, although, uh, once again, if you like what you're seeing on the Discord, jump on in there. Support the podcast. Two bucks a month. It's great. Patreon.com slash Club Cool. Anything else we need to plug before we get out of here, Phil? No. All right. Then good. That will do it. Again, you want to keep talking about bags? Jump in the Discord. Let's talk about bags further. You know, it's the perfect place for that. We'll drop links to to anything and everything that you want here that we that we mentioned on the pod. About so, to start uh, dropping some more wine wrecks. Wine wrecks. Good. Yes. It's, it's time, baby. It's wine time. It is wine time. It is wine time. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. <laughs>